Welcome to the Best Ever You Show with Elizabeth Hamilton Garino, here to help you find success in all areas of your life. The power is in your hands. Join our network for free at besteveryou.com. And now, here's Elizabeth. Hey, everybody. Boy, I haven't done a radio show in what feels like forever, and we are back. Uh, I spent the winter down in South Carolina, uh, what I thought was the winter down in South Carolina, away from Maine here, but I, I thought the winter would kind of be over when I came back home on Sunday, and I arrived back to a huge nor'easter <laughs> with snow falling, so I was like, I just want to be back at the beach, picking up all my seashells and all that good stuff, but um, here we are, we're back in Maine, we've got the show going again, and uh, we're, we're focused and have some, some wonderful guests coming up including our guest today, Kelly Brown, uh, author Kelly Brown. Uh, we've got a lot of HCI authors and their new books uh, coming in the next few weeks, and we're, we're very excited. We love our HCI family. And uh, you can visit, um, again, Kelly Brown is here. And while we're talking, her website is kellybrown.net. It's K-E-L-L-Y-B-R-O-W-N-E. Net. She is one of my favorite authors, so it's an honor to have you on the show, Kelly. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much. I have to break in there and say hello from Los Angeles. It's so nice yeah. to be here. <laughs> we, don't awesome. get, must... we don't get all that snow. I saw a little bit of snow happening in the news, but not like this. I'm looking outside. I was looking outside at the beach and the golf course, and now I'm looking outside to, like, white, huge six-foot piles of snow that happened while we were gone. <laughs> and so, oh lesson, to, lesson to me, my husband and I booked next, next year for eight weeks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm jealous. I want to come with you and be a snowbird. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Join us. It's super fun. Yeah, we, we had an absolute blast. Um, that was just the best time, and I did a little... Uh, book signing while I was down there in South Carolina at the Barnes and Noble. They they treated me that. like I was fam- like it felt like I was family down there. It was really cool. So Barnes and yeah. Noble is amazing with authors, and um, yeah. they do a special promotion, which is a hashtag called Signed Editions. So if you're signing books, um, it will help people track so they can come in and get an autographed copy. So it makes oh, it really accessible for authors. Yeah. It's a great yeah, thing. They were, Put it on they Instagram. Were, yeah. Yeah, good. I'll I'll learn that. Yeah, they were super friendly and uh we had you know, we had a pretty big crowd for me not being from South Carolina at all. And um mm-hmm. everybody was super nice and it was really fun. So I hope you get to, to you'll you of course get to do things like that. So it'll it'll be fun to I watch can't your, wait. watch your book blossom here. All right, let's get Yay. to it. Yay. Um okay, so this new book is called One Hundred One Ways to Create Mindful forgiveness. Now, let's yes. back up just a little bit here because you're kind of the 101 ways person, um, author. Tell us first about your other books and then kind of bring us into this new one. So my background is actually the entertainment industry. And um, I have a, a lot of experience in screenwriting. And when I got married, I I wanted to write something that everybody could use and it could be something that was timeless, you know, to kind of like cut my teeth as a writer. Mm -hmm. And um, I grew up doing a lot of charity in this organization called National Charity League. And we had to learn to write a lot of thank you notes. So when I got married, I wrote all of these thank you notes on the computer because every time I made a mistake, I would 
I would tear it up and it would be on expensive paper. And we didn't have a lot of money, right? We're just starting out and all of that. And so I saved all these thank you notes and people started calling my husband or me or my parents and saying, oh my gosh, Kelly's thank you note. And I thought, you know, it's because I thought to myself, if someone is taking the time to walk into a department store, you know, in those days it wasn't Amazon yet. It wasn't, it was just beginning you know, and spend, you know, $100 or $50 or, or, or money to um, make, give me joy, right, on, on a special mm-hmm. day. Um, I had to spend, take the time to thank them in a gracious way because it was important to me, right? Sure. So that's how this book kind of came to be where I had saved all of this information and I thought, hey, I'm just going to go out there and try. And I went out there, I got an agent, and um, I, I didn't sell it. I went back to school, and I, had, um, I got a new agent, and we sold it to uh, Sterling Publishing, which is Barnes & Noble. And the reason I chose 101 was because I wanted to make sure there was a lot of opportunities for people to not just write a thank you note for a wedding, but for babies, for holidays, for, for (laughs) birthday parties, for, you know, to harness the magic of gratitude in your life. And that book became a bestseller. So, and that same theme, Mm -hmm. you know, um, forgiveness and apologies uh, just kind of went in line with that. But I really mm-hmm. think that those two words, mindful forgiveness, are the key words when you think of how am I going to create forgiveness in my heart and let something go. You know, because yeah. you wrote the Change Guidebook. It's all about changing <laughs> your heart, right? Yeah, it is. It is. It's all and about I, your heart. I think it is, and I and I think it's. I think you've created um, information for people that's timeless and also. Um, goes with all generations. So these are books that you could give yes. to your teenagers or your college students or, or things like that, which mm-hmm. is happening with my book too, which makes me so happy. Um, I, I think this, this newer generation is so open to hearing these, this information um, from, from various sources and people. It makes me happy. I was sitting in a, at, a, at a Starbucks on our way home from South Carolina, and these three girls were talking um, actually about my book. And it oh freaked my me out. <laughs> yeah, and that just coincidental. Oh my god! I was just sitting there. Yeah, I was sitting there, and they were talking. They're like, "Hey, I heard about this book, uh, the Change Guidebook," and and they were just sitting there having a conversation about my book, and they were talking about percolate and coffee and all this stuff, and and me as an author, and it was so random, and I didn't know whether to say hi <laughs> or or not, and I did, and um, it freaked them out. I'm totally and completely freaked these girls out. They're like, what are the odds of that? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. But the universe is aligned right here. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If you don't believe, believe now, because that's yeah. just not a coincidence. It's no. like, it's almost like the heavens have come down and said, Elizabeth, you're on the right track. This is amazing. Yeah. Look how you're changing people's lives, which is a blessing. 
I think well, it's a blessing it, when you hear I it. do, too, and, and I hope they're listening because I, to, I told them about the show, and I, to, I, I actually told Yay. them you were coming on. I said, well, you know, it's kind of cool to hear that because they were like, well, who are some of the authors you like? And I said, you, and I said, you talked about thank uh-huh. you notes and thank you and gratitude and forgiveness and all these really cool things that are important for that age group. But, yeah, I just mm-hmm. thought that was, that was cool. And what they were complaining about initially was their mom leaving um, self-help books around for them that uh, weren't helping. And then one of them said, oh, I know this new one. This is good. And, I, yeah, I thought it was great. So I'm like, there we are. <laughs> so somebody, you know, somebody so used my book. That's yeah, a, it was cool. For sure. But that's a really important thing that you're bringing up is that this generation is more open to the awareness of being better, being yeah. more mindful, opening your heart, and being more empowered as a woman or mm-hmm. as a man, being more sensitive to you know, there's it's change. It sure it's has. Changed. And well, yeah. you know, when I, when I was a kid growing up, it was a little bit catty and kind of mean, and I I wasn't really like that or into it. But I had I've had plenty of people be mean to me over the years. And these three girls, mm-hmm. they were probably like probably eighteen, twenty, twenty-two, like the three of them. You know, kind of like they were sisters mm-hmm. and they were like doing doing like my kids. And when I got up to leave, they one of them said, "Oh, and by the way, you have the most beautiful hair." I'm like. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do. That is you're like a sweetest. goddess. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. You're but, stunning. Oh my God, you are. I've never. Thank you, and so are you. I I love you too. I oh, I I, 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 you. I love your smile and your eyes and how you, oh, you light up. Thank you, you light up. I said that to you though, when, when we were doing an interview TV. Oh, so, uh, but you. isn't that sweet for like a generation yes. to? Yeah, I just thought that was really cool. So I've yes. always in my life, you know, the animals are girls, so the animals aren't like, right. hey, mom, your hair's great. <laughs> and the voice right. certainly aren't. That's <laughs> oh, funny. That's so funny. Anyway, yeah, so good old, you know, good old Starbucks and self-help. I, I love those guys. So, all right, let's go deep. Do you want to go deeper into your book and just ex- like sure. explain a few things? So it's one, So for everybody listening, I'm going to go through the website one more time. First of all, you can get her book anywhere where books are sold. We talked about Barnes & Noble. We t- we, we've got Amazon out there, and we love our independent bookstores, too. The book is 101 Ways to Create Mindful Forgiveness, and then the tagline is A Heart Healing Guide to Forgiveness, Apologies, and Mindful Tools for Peace. And it's a, it's a beautiful title and a beautiful book. It's a little bit almost like workbook in some spots. I, right. I love the exercises in here. So you tell us all about your book, the structure, what it's about. I'm going to be quiet. Well, um, <laughs> no, 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 please. I, I want you to, to jump in um, uh, and support me because, you know, you always have such wonderful little gems of wisdom to add. So please, this is, yeah, I want you to be there. So, right. you know, um, this book um, was actually a mistake between the agent and the publisher they had wanted me to write a book about how to say you're sorry and this is like five years ago maybe seven years ago and I thought you know how am I going to write a book about that you know I can't just write you know a a template like dear mom I'm so sorry that I didn't take out the trash it just wasn't there was no heart energy in it really when it when it comes down to it and after going through um some traumatic events in my life, like really taking me to the ground. Like I didn't know how I was going to go on literally with my child and my mom and dad, you know, you've experienced tra- trauma. The as worst. Well. Yeah. Like when, when you Terrible. experience yeah. life, yeah. 
when you like literally your heart stopped, right? Twice. Yep. And so when you, and you, and you had a child with, you know, be, being pregnant, when you experience life and death situations or you're facing a terminal illness or somebody you, you have a grudge with or, or, or something, all of a sudden everything changes. Your perspective yep. changes in, in a second where you didn't speak to somebody for five years that had a lot of, you know, you had a lot of love for and you just hated them for what they did to you or whatever. Suddenly there's like this illumination that comes down and says, oh, wow, you know, I have to make amends or I have to say I'm sorry or I have to forgive that person or I have to, you know, be okay, like move past it for myself. Because me holding on to that heavy, heavy energy is making me physically sick. And that's what was happening to me. I was getting, I literally got sick from how upset I was over what was happening. And I remember I forced myself to get on the treadmill and I was running, which, you know, I could barely breathe at that point. Um, And I don't know if it was like, you know, a spiritual intervention or my God coming down or someone tapping me on the shoulder and saying, you have a choice. You can either stay in this horrible misery or when at three o'clock when your children come home from school, you can stop crying and say, I'm going to cry because it's, it's the truth. Yeah. I had, I had a choice. I had to say, you know, I can't be this sad crying mother 24 hours a day. I had to shift and I had to let my children know it was, I was okay and that life goes on and I had to find the joy. Um, one of the girls it's tricky. My, and yoga. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. It is so, I think it's, it's so tricky to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, your own bootstraps. Yes. I think it's, I think it's sometimes easier when you have, buddies that you can confide in and you just say, boy, I do not feel good right now. And they're like, mm-hmm. we've got you. It's, it's, it's easier than that. Like I've had moments like, like even my own kids have helped me. Mm-hmm. Husband, me too. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. They're, they're mm-hmm. beautiful support people like that. Right. Yeah. And, and there's we maybe don't all, like, you know, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, we don't all feel perfect all the time. You know, it's not like a 27, 24, seven, you know, happiness fest. There's life not at all. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and and there's and there's things that 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 hurt you that, you know, there's there there could be something someone says out of, you know, because they're having a bad day and you're still thinking about it two days later. You know that incident that happened in the parking lot or whatever. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, that was a pivotal moment for me because I still wasn't over everything and I had to you know, force myself to start finding the joy and, and um, yeah, I had to make a conscious choice. And that's very difficult, especially if you're someone that has experienced like uh, physical trauma or a murder or something that's been so shockingly egregious or something that your child being injured or and it's yep. someone who did it and they're not sorry. 
You know, how do you how do you forgive someone that's not sorry? So that's how this book kind of evolved. And I went back and I thought, oh, and I fought for it because the key component to an apology is your spirit of intention, right? Or when you say sorry, it's not just, okay, I'm sorry, right? You know, you have your, your teachers as you're growing up or parents or caregivers say, just tell them you're sorry. Well, you're just handing out words. There's no spirit of really healing the heart, right? You're not really right. saying, I'm really sorry that I did that. So that's what we've learned, right? Just get over it and move on. And you know what? It takes time to move, to, uh, move past some things. So that was the foundation of, of this book. On page 36. Um, I'm uh, turning there. Hang there on. Is, you hear me fumbling around. I've got the book in that's front okay. of me. So I'm going to 36. There, okay. I, I outline here what forgiveness is, what forgiveness is not, and what the definition of mindful forgiveness is, because I thought it was really important to um, make it clear. So for, I feel forgiveness is a choice. It's not like... Um, you are allowing somebody to get away with what they did. But mindful forgiveness is your mental decision to consciously choose to disempower the resentment by energetically releasing the incident from your thoughts, rendering it powerless, and moving towards inner peace for your happiness and healing. This is about you. You saying, I am not going to allow that incident in fifth grade to control me, or I'm not going to allow the fact that I was assaulted. When you have that mindful awareness, it's like, oh, wait a second. What am I doing to myself? You I have some I mean? funky audio on you. Hang on just a minute. I've got um, – you're okay. kind of crackling a little bit. I just wanted to make sure you're you, – you just hang on for a second. Let's just hang on. I can hear you Let's, clearly. You can, yeah, you're crackling a little bit on your audio, and I don't know why. Um, are you on a cell phone or anything like that? Let me switch. Is that better? There you go. Yep, 100% better. Okay. Yep. So it's we'll Apple headphones. Apple headphones. So, um, yes, you know, again, this is – so you, you talked about how I have questions and answers and little exercises in the book. You know, this is a book that you pick up. You don't have to read it to cover to cover, but there are, I call it like gems of wisdom, where you can read something and and allow it to soak in and speak to you. You know, answer the, the questions that that resonate with you and do some of the exercises. Forgiveness is a process. It is, it is not a light switch. Your feelings are not something that can just be turned off. So mm, yeah. it's, it's a journey. It's a how journey. do you know that you're, how do you know that you're ready for forgiveness? You know, uh, you know, a lot of stuff happens. You know, we, we bump into people and lick wounds and get mad at people and don't talk to people sure. for a while or whatever. You know, there's all sorts of human behaviors out there. But how do you right. know you're ready for this book and, and ready to learn about forgiveness? I think that everyone is ready for this book because um, things happen on a day-to-day basis, as you were saying, and it helps us really have that awareness of how we hold things, how we receive things, 
how we can have the the illumination that that person that's acting in a terrible way may have had a terrible childhood and you know what Elizabeth this is all about people's hurt feelings and they yeah. come into the world and their sad story and what happened to them and I was working with a, a group in San Francisco called the Delancey Street Foundation and it's a criminal rehabilitation center and um the director, Dr. Mimi Silbert, who I referenced in the book, she was talking about how some of these um, ex-cons and you know people that have come looking for a second chance in life uh, would it, would admit, you know, my mother didn't love me, and I feel felt the world didn't love me, you know. So at the core of all of this is is your heart. So if we can open ourselves up and have that, like, a level of compassion first for ourselves and then for other people and decide, sure. hey, I'm not going to allow that to upset me. You know, there's, you know, you know, as a mom, we have to deal with other parents and defending our children and things like that. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, the moms that, yeah. we, that we're that we with, I know, right? I was thinking this should be my next book, but. Maybe it should be our know. next book. Maybe we'll team up on one and do a parenting. Oh, my gosh. Parenting. We should, I, I was oh thinking my about gosh. you the other day, and I'm like, hey, HCI, if you're listening, we should team up and do a book. <laughs> that I think oh that would gosh. be bril- yes. a brilliant ca- oh, combination of, of everything that we've got going on. But, yeah. So I, I, thought, I, really, I was thinking the other day, I'm like, who would you most like to write a book with? I'm like, you. Oh, <laughs> That is so sweet. Super cute. Um, so yeah, so I have threatened. Not I shouldn't say threatened. That's but all like, right. You know, I get as, it. That, but as as a mom, you know, yeah. you're thrown into this this strange new world, and it's like you know, you're if if you become a stay at home mom and you've worked like I did, all of I a did, sudden, yeah. you know, you're you're stripped of your identity. Of like, I worked in the entertainment industry, and I'm thinking. I just, you know, finished working on a motion picture, and now I'm on the on the blacktop, picking up my kids. And that was my life too. Like, and I went from executive so to at home mom, and I'm like, my mom was like, Yes. What did you just do? What are you doing? I'm like, I'm so outnumbered. They're like zero, two, four, and six. Yes. I can't function, and you know, I can't. I can't. Yeah. I'm trying to just function here. You know, kind of right. Thing. But Let again, hold down a being, job and do well at that. For sure. Yeah. But, yeah. like, again, being a mother is the most important job in the world, in my oh, yeah. opinion, right? That yep. I walked away from everything. I mean, I, I wrote, so but, I. you know, not at the level that, um, that you know, if I had no children. But look at, I, I think I did a great job with my children. I love them. They're amazing yeah. and successful. And, um, but, you know, there are so many moments where like, okay, so, so in the book, like I have different chapters on family relationships and the schoolyard relationships and, uh, spirit, like, you know, forgiving someone in spirit and also celebrity apologies. Like when you're mm-hmm. on the world stage and, you may think that doesn't apply to you or, um, you know, somebody listening at home, you know, may think it doesn't apply to them. But on the other side of this, there are people that create videos to make money to destroy someone's character that may not even be true, you know, yeah. like on these social media apps. And, you know, if we have, look, look, look at Princess Diana, like being chased, chased by the uh, paparazzi and, 
you know, her life was lost. You know, there's, there's, there's so many ways of how these, I, I don't know, like gems of wisdom, I would like to call them because, you know, it's just like little capsules of information, um, can uh, illuminate your life and how you look at things. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I teach people to become life coaches, and we spend a lot of time in on the topic of forgiveness. And when we do from now on, I'll bring in your book and, and make sure people people get a copy of it and maybe we'll spend a few moments doing some oh, chapters so or have you on. Yeah, we yeah we do. A, of I course. Do a, I teach life coaches. to I certify life coaches to become life coaches. So um, it's a it's a big deal. And I think I think one of the pages – so, you know, we all open up books and read them and, and have our favorite moments and pages and things mm-hmm. like that. I think one of my favorite topics within your book is actually forgiving yourself. I think it's mm. I think it's critically important to learn this as a human being, maybe even before you go forgiving other people or mm-hmm. whatever. You've got to mm-hmm. – I think people walk around sometimes hating themselves or shame Mm -hmm. or blaming Mm -hmm. other people or whatever. And you've got, um, I think it's like, I want to say like 67, 68, 69, 70 in here. There's some really good uh, little, you know, self-learning moments here. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk about that Mm -hmm. a little bit? Because forgiving yourself is a big deal. Right. You know, and also like I, I keep hearing you, this also comes from your parents. If your parents yeah. belittled you or they didn't lift you up or they said, you're so, you know, ridiculous or you're, you know, you're not going to amount to anything or, you know, constantly kept you down. Right. Um, there is that, and you may not even realize it. You may be 45 and then realize, oh, my gosh, you know, the way my parents treated me or the way my mom treated me, you know, really affected my life. And like, how, like, this is the one person I look to for, for love and to lift me up. And, you know, she was broken herself, you know? Um, So when you start that path of forgiving yourself, I think it really comes down to, we are in this life to learn lessons. It is a journey. If you make a mistake you have to get up and get back up, at, you know, at, you know, your sons play uh, baseball, you know, get yep. back up at, 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 and bat again, you know, for how many times do you strike out before you hit a home run? A lot huh. more times that you miss the ball. And, you know, I really believe that I'm a different person at 57 than I was at 20, way different person. I wish I knew at 20 what I know now because I would have handled things differently. I would have maybe spoken nicer or I would have set boundaries with certain people or I wouldn't let them take pieces of me that they weren't entitled to, you know. Um, And so in this book, like, you know, uh, forgiving yourself and saying, okay, well, wow, I learned that. And you know what? I'm going to share that with other people. I'm going to share that with my two children, my girls. Because that is huge. Um, there was an incident um, with one of my girls at school, and this girl was bullying her terribly, and Ava was devastated, so devastated. And I 
realized that she had some, like, I don't know how, how, how to say it, but this girl had come from a really broken environment and the um, parents had had put her on, like, all of this medication. And um, I realized, like, oh, my gosh, like, you don't even know. Like, this girl was having issues that were so beyond you, Ava. And it was very difficult for her to accept that. But when she realized, oh, wow, this child is, is is dealing with things that have no have nothing to do with me and it gave her that like light of illumination that she was able to step back and not engage and it yeah. changed everything you know yeah so um that is something that we have to remember that just because oh in the book there okay so let me just on that note I'm going to talk about uh carrying the stone so I read a book called um, the, uh, the Book of Forgiving by Desmond Tutu and his daughter, Mofu Tutu. Mm-hmm. I was so moved by this book that I reached out to Mofu Tutu, Desmond Tutu's daughter, and asked for her to give me an endorsement, but she wrote me a blessing, which is on the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. And I included... Um, I summarized a couple sections of their book that I thought was so pertinent um, so that everyone could have these gems of wisdom. But one thing that, that they talked about was carrying the stone. So, you know, we, we, when we interact with other people, we don't know their aches and pains, their burdens, their traumas that color how they say good morning to you or good morning or like, you know, or toss it away, right? Everything is the inflection of the voice. And um, if you, so this is one of the exercises in the book. If you were to, and I want you to try this, Elizabeth, so that you know what it's like. If you were to pick up a five-pound stone or a two-ounce stone and carry it in your hand all day long, take it with you to the market, to to the shower, to when you're eating, while you're cooking, the whole day, and never put it down. Does anyone know you're carrying that stone? Does anyone even care? You know you're carrying it, but how does like you know how do you feel about about carrying that? How do you feel about that stone? How do you feel about you know you know what that stone re- represents? So it's and at the end of the day when you put the uh, stone down, it's like here I am carrying this this pain that's burdensome to me. And when I put it down, I have this sense of relief, right? I don't have to carry it every day. So, uh, you know, I think that when you actually do that physical act, um, it really sheds light on, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm carrying this around with me, and it's not serving me at all. It's just making me not feel good. And it's a constant reminder to what happened to me you know, last week or last year or, or whatever. Um, I was at a hotel in Arizona and they had stones in their foyer with a marker, like smooth stones, and you mm-hmm. could write on the stone what you wanted to release and then put it out in the desert and let it go. And that's one, another thing I talk about is you can take a stone, you could take a shell, you could take whatever you want and you could throw it into the ocean and throw it into a, a creek or 
or the forest or into a canyon and let it go. Let it go. It's like that physical act sure. um, is life-changing, life-changing. Yep. So I've done it. Yeah, I love it. No, it's a Screaming, great exercise crying. for people. Yeah. yeah. No, no, right. it's, it's – right. It's it's uh, it's really helpful to people, and and we love helpful shows yeah. like this. So we are yeah. almost out of time. We've got a couple, just a couple more what? minutes here. Yep, I know. Um, we've gone oh by uh, over thirty minutes, and I usually kind of keep the shows oh. to about thirty minutes. So yeah, no, I no could worries. keep talking to you for hours. Yeah, I know we could. We should do more shows and more stuff together because we have a lot of fun together. Sure. And um, yeah. we always learn from each other too. So um, what else? What what do you think is um, like if I kind of want to have you point to places in the book again. <laughs> like, if what's your favorite part of the book? Like, what would you most hope? Like, give me a page or two or chapter that you're like, you know, if you read one thing in this book, read this. Other than what you talked you about. You know, my my editor, Darcy Abney, who has just been a light of, uh, she's just been so incredible working with me on this book. And she said, Kelly, you really need to have, a chapter on mindfulness and I thought really I do I and um, she made me sit down and and write it and I think that that is such a great chapter because it really puts you in a different mindset of um, sorry oh no it's my phone it's one of my kids calling sorry they know I'm on the radio it's okay it puts you in a different mindset (laughs) of um of opening your heart to whatever it is in your life. And there's a section in there called forest bathing and how forest, you know, the Japanese uh, researchers um, showed how when you walk into the forest and you enact all of your senses, sight, sound, smell, touch, and I think intuition, how it can uh, change your cortisol levels and make you live a happier, healthier life. So if you just walk 20 minutes a day, you know, even at the beach or in the park or, you know, anywhere, how it can change your mindset. And so I I think that book, um, I mean, that first chapter is very enlightening, very enlightening, and I'm very appreciative for so we're getting, yeah. I'm getting texts and calls while we're talking. I don't know if you've heard my phone buzzing, but people are like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Would you, can you keep going? Do you have like 20 more minutes? Yes. Okay. We're yeah, going to keep going. So at least 10. Keep going. Um, that, that also yeah. was my son calling to let us know that he got into Georgetown. <laughs> oh my So, you know, God. I have one kiddo there already. <laughs> one kiddo there already playing I, baseball. Our second, our youngest oh son just got God. into Georgetown um, graduate school. Accepted. He's oh, he's freaking out. Exciting. He's like, oh my god. Yeah, I have goosebumps right now. So, um, oh, congratulations! Thank you. you know, my yeah, daughter's go doing Quakerino. this Yay. too. Yay! Um, you know, he, this, is, see, I, this is our joy. There's a dog barking too. This is just going to be one of those shows, Kelly, where the dog barks, the phone rings. It's That's, just real life. You this know, I is got life. And, yeah, I've I've I got two new puppies during you know um, in 2020 and in, in July of 2020, and our our life has changed so beautifully there. Our dog, our dog of 14 years passed away, like right before COVID I'm hit. Sorry. And it was, mm. I, can't, I can't, I don't do life without dogs. Right. I don't know. I don't do life without dogs and cats and things like that very well. And so um, if they bark in the background, I think people are used to it at this point. <laughs> like, well, sorry, guys. This is life. Yeah, this, this, life. Is, this is how it is. So you're, we're yeah. surrounded with um, beings. So, 
Yeah. Yes, also in the book, um, there's a section for business and how, oh, you know, like, yes, and I think that's important, too. I mean, there are so many chapters, like, we're, we all have jobs, whether they're remote or in person, and, you know, many times you can have um, a coworker be disrespectful, really, it's really what it comes down to, and... <laughs> yeah. um it's you know how do you handle that? That's that you know, is the, that's the worst actually because you're stuck. Yeah. You're like, well, I need this job and I need the money, and this person is acting up, and it feels like in that moment we're never going to get along. I, like right. you feel and you, you have to live like, with them. <laughs> I know I had that happen, and you feel yeah. like, well, I guess I got to get a new job, and you're like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, right? It is it is bizarre the chemistry sometimes. Um, right. What do you suggest? Because, well, you know, again, you said, you know, what is the most important chapter? And it really is that first chapter and then self-forgiveness and how to apologize, which is like Apologies 101. You know, when when you come into a situation, how are you coming in? Are you coming in to work or onto the uh, playground or the blacktop with your other parents or walking into your your a woman's group or church or, you know, what or your family party, how are you walking into the room? Are you walking in angry or because you had a bad day and then you're, you know, are you walking in like, like who, who are the, like, who, who are you in that moment? Because that yeah. affects how, what you say and do. And, you, you know, one of the things that, you know, my, my dad was really my ghostwriter on this book, really helped me, you know, read through it all. And he has a different perspective, life perspective from his own experiences. And he said, like, you know, um, how, how when, you, when you apologize, when you hear the sound of someone's voice, it really makes a big difference. So if you were to you know, see someone and they said, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. It changes everything. If you were to get a text message, sorry, sorry. You know, like our kids. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Like you, you don't know if they're really sorry, you know, and and you want that. You want that. So I think when you do the work on yourself, self-care and self-forgiveness so that you can come in and being aware of your personal, um, how you feel. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, nope. I completely that makes agree. All the difference in the world. Right. And when you talk about being a life coach, you know, it, it all, it, it, it begins with you and it ends with you. <laughs> You're when you, when you are born, this is the first thing I talk about in that opening paragraph is your breath. It is the first thing that gives you life and is the first thing that we stop doing when we are in a moment of trauma. When you get a phone call of bad news, the first thing you do is, oh, what? And you stop yeah. breathing, right? And it yep. is the last thing to go when we leave this earth. So being conscious of our breath is so important to you know, before you go in on stage or, or do something or have a big meeting or you're going to do something you don't want to do, the first thing you do is, okay, I've got to breathe and calm down. Breathe. Oh, <laughs> babies, babies. Right? When babies are born, you're breathing. 
got to learn to breathe. Right? Yep, everything's breathing. So I, I love it. Really comes I love down, right, it comes down to, to exactly what you're saying. Life. Yeah. This is life, about yeah. life. And this I, is the I core. Think, I think one of the ways where you and I kind of line up, too, is we talk about time. And I, and I always, my mm-hmm. little quote, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use your quote in my next book because I'm writing a new book that's oh. going to come out. Yay. But I'm going to use it begins with you and ends with you. Um, one of my mm-hmm. quotes is, you know, we're not entitled to time. And I say it all the time. Oh, yeah. We are not entitled to time. And I just turned to page 184 in your book. And, and this is I, I, this is probably my favorite chapter in the book. Um, first of all, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So when I see May the Force oh. be with you always, I'm like, oh, yes. Yes. And then, yeah, a huge Star Wars fan. And Mandalorian, our whole family Star Wars crazy and Man- Mandalorian crazy. But I, I love yes. this question on 184 where you say, how would you really feel about a continued separation from someone if you knew you only had 30 days to live? Mm-hmm. What would you do with the time you had left? What would you do mm-hmm. to make things right by apologizing? With whom would you make amends by accepting their forgiveness? What are you waiting for? Those types of things. Mm-hmm. Talk about talk about time and um, is is time a factor? Um, you know, and I also I got to say here one of the reasons why this is one of my I love like 191 where you're like let's call in the angels. <laughs> right. Yep. So talk about right. this chapter because. I was okay, expecting sure. this chapter to be in here. It, it took so, the book to a whole new level for me. Oh, so um, first of all, I am a huge Star Wars fan, and every single <laughs> book includes that quote that I've ever written. Yep. And it means everything to me because no matter what you believe in, you know, it's it's the Holy Spirit, it's the force of the universe, it's you know whatever you believe in. It's all, we're all connected to each other as human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cry talking about this because, um, I'm sorry. My mom, um, my mom and dad were in this, in the worst environmental disaster in, in history of the United States. And that. my mom got sick and, um, yes, she got, her, she got cancer from, this the Alicia King and gas leak and awesome. disaster. And my father kept saying, I think she's going to fall. I'm worried. And sure enough, she did fall and she did um, and break her leg. And there was like no going back. And I thought when this happened, because I went, in, went running in to get her up off the floor and I thought that she had died. It was strange how her, um, what I experienced and, um, oh God. And then a couple weeks later, she was in the hospital and she said, Kelly, um, I have to tell you something. And I said, what? And she said, you know, when I fell in your house and I said, yes. And she said, I died. And I said, what? You know, it's like all of a sudden, you know, it's like when, when you're, you know, you, you, you know, you're about to hear something that is like, uh, beyond this realm. And she said, um, God came to take me. And I said, what are you, what are you saying? Like, I believe in God. I believe in angels. I believe in, you know, all of this. So this is, this is my world. But this was something that, mm. you know, you know, you know, you don't know until you're there. Like, and she said, yes, yeah. God, mm-hmm. please take me. And I asked him if I could stay. 
And mm-hmm. it was like um, she had been through a lot of trauma in her life. And um, I, I thought to myself, oh, wow, like, this is like, she, yeah, I, I was shocked because I knew what she was saying was true because of how it, it, I, I just knew it. She wasn't making it up because I experienced right. it. I watched it happen. And um, during that time um, before she left us, uh, I could see that she was trying to change certain relationships and she was like a different sure. person. She was much more open and loving and not as afraid. I mean, she was afraid because she knew she was going to leave us uh, on a certain you know timeline now because she had cancer. But... Um, you know, um, it was something that I experienced that I knew, um, oh, wow, why are am I holding that grudge or why am I not forgiving that person? And if I, I found myself being more open with, I love you. I yeah. love you. You mean so much to me. And mm. you know, these are, these are really, um, if you love somebody, tell them. Yeah. Stop. Stop being. Stop being ridiculous. It's not worth it because it's about time. We only get yep. so much time, and your life can change in an instant. Yep. Truly, you know. Wish my I was right there. Was wish I was like there. Yeah. We could, I'm sorry. We could give you a big hug. I wish I was there to yeah, give you a big hug and, and dry your tears. I'm so sorry. Yes, but you know what? Every single one of us experiences traumatic um, events in our lives. No matter, it doesn't have to be, you know, catastrophic disease. But all of us do. And the way someone looks you up and down and makes you feel small, and you can hear that quote. Well, you know, if you give someone that power, you know, it's it's like it's up to you. It really is up to you. When when you see, you know, consider the source. If the person who is being disrespectful to you or are not kind, why are you why are you allowing that person to hurt you? Like, you know, take yeah. the control back. I just had that happen. So, I just had that happen to me the other day with something, and I'm like, you know what? Not gonna happen. Right kind of thing, yeah. Right, like nope, we're not going there. Right, because you come into a situation, especially as an author and having had trauma as well, right? And and knowing how precious time is and how important your family is and all of this, you come into you come in with an open heart, and you don't expect someone to misbehave or be unkind, and it's kind of like a shock because you don't act like that. You know, you know what it is to. You know, I I once had the I once had the word asshole in my book. Mm-hmm. In the very first book I wrote, I had a whole section on assholes. <laughs> Sorry, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. When you encounter one, you know them. And they're like, you cannot write that. And I'm like, why? It's so true. And they're like, look, we gotta mm-hmm. give you some growth here, girl. People are all mm-hmm. at different stages and phases and 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 of their journey. And I'm like, well, that's a polite way to put it, but I still want to put that word in there, you know, but really what mm-hmm. it is, it's really true. You, you come across people and you're all at different moments of learning and some people may never learn, but you can tell right. that you're way more aware or way more emotionally mature or right. way more seen it, done it, been their mileage, whatever it is. And I came across somebody uh, this week who uh, is, they're just on a different playing field maybe 
there's mm-hmm. like so I'm like boy I really love this idea I'd love to help you I'd love to help you grow it that kind of thing and they're like is this a scam are you a scammer I'm like yeah no <laughs> right you know that kind of thing why do you mm-hmm. like me so much why do you you know I'm like oh never mind <laughs> like you have an agenda right yeah like I had an agenda I'm like wow I came in agenda list and you gave me an agenda what the heck right you know right and it's just epic, and it's like, wow, my heart was, and, you know, and I had my heart fully extended to this human being who I thought right. was just this beautiful artist, and I'm getting beat up, and I'm like, what the heck? And my right. husband's like, you don't need that. You don't right. need that. Right, so, it's, it's, so again, this is in, in the book as well, and that is setting a boundary with certain yeah. people. Like, you know, you can forgive someone, or, you know, say, uh, but you don't have to continue to have a relationship with them. No. Yeah. You and don't. I, I, just, I just think your book is, we got to go, but I think your book is just so beautiful. You're beautiful. Your stories are beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm so, I'm so proud of you for, um, on so many levels and so many reasons Aww. for sharing the way you do. And thank I'm you. so glad thank that, you. I'm so glad that I, I got to actually I always say this because you really are one of my favorite authors. Because I love to write, hand, I love to write handwritten thank you notes, and I've actually, without even knowing you, I've told you this before, without even knowing you or who you were, I, I have your book and I've used it, and it's oh made God. me such, yeah, it's made me such a better human being. I love to, anybody who knows me knows I love to write handwritten thank you notes. It's like one of my things. Aww. All the kids are trained thank that you. way and stuff, and and I love it when you can have like a resource. And I know we're talk- not talking about that book, but previously to bring you into this, it's just, it's yeah. a, it, you know, it's, it's a great resource to, you know, just sharpen your, your thank you note a little bit better so that it's mm-hmm. beautifully written. And, you know, cause I tend to be like, thank you so much. I love you. You know, that kind of thing. Right. And I, and I lack that one deeper sentence. That's like, this really meant so much to me, you know, that kind of thing. And I go right. all hard on it and I go, thank you. And I'll put a big smiley face and, so my thank you notes are pretty right. funny sometimes. They're they're out there with color crayons and smiley faces and things. Um, and I find this book to be the same way, like um, that resource of when you are like, oh, I don't like I just I turn to this for oh, what I'm happened so to me glad. this week, and I'm like, this book makes me feel better. And I and I love it oh. when things are written out, and you can just sort of kind of refer to them and go, oh, that's a really good way to say that, or mm-hmm. that's a really good way to think about that, or let me take some time, like on page 67, and do a mental scan of my body and think about how I'm feeling today and write that down. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you can write in your book and everything. And then coupled with the fact that you're just such a nice human, I just love you. So oh, thank, thank you. you for coming into my life. And thank you, HCI, oh. for bringing her into my life. Oh, me I, too. I'm grateful to sincerely, genuinely, so grateful to know, be able to oh, know you. I too. think it's really fun. So, yeah. Thank you so much. So sweet. I, I appreciate yeah. it. I wish you, you all you the too. best of love and success and happiness oh, and joy thank you. and all those great words that go with being an author. Um, we're gonna we're gonna forget about the the stress and the book sales and the, all the other stuff. Oh yeah. Put all wonderful energy in, and everybody go grab this book. Support Yay. our author Kelly Brown. Go get it uh, wherever you want to get it. 101 Ways to Create Mindful Forgiveness. If you need bulk book sales, like if you want to buy 100 copies for an office or a party or whatever, 
can have a little forgiveness chat. You can go to Porchlight, book book there, and uh, all sorts of ways to get um, the book. Do you want to give away a signed copy today? Can you do that? You know what? We definitely can do that. We can give away at least three copies, I would say. Okay. Um, so, and I can sign them and, and send them if uh, we can coordinate that. So however you okay. want to do it. So um, comment on the show or, tw- you know, tweet us or Instagram us or whatever you want to do. Um, and we'll Tell pick- us what you want to, who you want, who, like, like what you want to give up or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, right. And follow us on Instagram. Yeah, give us give us something, you know, give, give us a comment or a follow or yeah. hey, I followed you guys, hey, I listened, hey, I love your book, whatever it is. Give us a, give us some positive yeah. energy and we'll pick three winners and um and yeah. sign those books and get them out to you. And um all right. Yeah. Kelly Brown, love you very much. Thank you for being here. Love you to be continued. And, and um Thank you. Get this back. Good good luck to you. Congratulations on your on your book. Thank you. Thank you all so right, much, Elizabeth. Talk yeah, soon. Thank you. All right. right. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the Best Ever You show. As you know, and just a reminder, we're completely grassroots. We've been doing this show since, uh, I say we because I've had guest hosts here and there since about 2010. Well, 2010. We have millions of downloads, millions of listens, um, millions of shares, all those good things, but it does not happen without you. I don't advertise the show. I don't do anything like that with it. It It exists where it exists, and I'm, and I love the energy that it creates and brings and the people that we network with and all that good stuff. So it's just grassroots. So thank you very much for supporting us. Um, we love you. And um, visit us at besteveryou.com. All right. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye, Kelly. Bye. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you tuned in. Be brave. Be bold. Be you. And remember to visit us at besteveryou.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.